We're live, live. Welcome back to Cleveland's Gun Arena for the number one podcast show in the Northeast Ohio, specifically on Lorraine. Welcome back. This is the first ever Guardian, all Guardians all the time. <laughs> How do you feel about that's the big news in Cleveland? Big man. news. Cleveland Indians are now the Cleveland Guardians, and we're going to talk about it, I guess. It's, Why not? Everyone else is talking about it. Well, first off, should have been my two ideas. One, Cleveland's dead man's curve <laughs> would have been much cooler, because obviously they're just going for like uh, tourist attractions we have. Apparently. My other one was going to be Cleveland downtown Heinen's. <laughs> which is a grocery store that's the number three place to go on Cleveland's TripAdvisor. The grocery store? I, I, it closed. It's Correct. not even open anymore. It's a closed grocery store. But you can store. still go like, in there. Well, because everyone... It's got all, a beautiful stained glass ceiling. All we have in Cleveland is really just old banks that we've converted into something else. And that's our whole entire economy is just a hundred years ago, people really gave a fuck about the banks and yeah. then those closed and we were like perfect time to build infrastructure <laughs> it's, it's almost like they're like well this place had a lot of money inside of it maybe maybe we they can, can bring money back <laughs> it's like a good luck charm they're like well <laughs> there was money here once before do you think now we could probably fill it back with money again and it, it's also like people take tours of a vault pass well like the when I was at Crop, I don't think it's there anymore. I think they closed, or maybe that was just the other, the one down or uh, in the flats. But we there was there's like a private dining room in the vault. It's yeah, the well, vault room, and it's like in the basement. <laughs> that seems horrible. Why would I want to eat in a vault where I could easily get locked inside of it? It's sketchy. Yeah, I mean the door. I don't think it like works, but it's still there, and it weighs like something like two tons. It, it's also just not that like it's not something I'm I care about. I don't want to eat in like solitude either. Uh -huh. I like some people. If I'm paying, I want people in there. You want to be seen. I want people to see me. I have the same concept about um, patios because we have a beautiful courtyard deck patio, like a little atrium thing yeah. where I work. And like pe pe certain people know it exists, but most people want to be out in the front of the restaurant. They want to be seen. Oh, I'm out on the patio. Yeah, I'm here. You know I'm here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're driving down the street. Oh, did. You thought you saw me? You did see me. <laughs> I'm, the block is hot. But no, Cleveland pushes on. We continue our efforts to make the, uh, you know, Guardian Bridge or whatever the fuck it is, like the newest, coolest thing in Cleveland. When, where did this bridge even come from? I just know that Cleveland loves just trying to make things happen. Like, What's it like, called? Like, Traveler's Bridge? It's, I thought it, yeah, some, I don't know. I thought it was just the fucking Lorraine Bridge. But it's like Cleveland loves to just try to make things happen. Like Hingetown. Let's make Hingetown a thing. Hey, let's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Hingetown is also just uh, like one guy owns all of Hingetown. So that's why they were just like, listen, I'm going to make I'm going to make this area big on my own. This chick at work who I actually really like was like, well, Mention this deli. It's like this delicatessen that's in Hingetown. That oh, I'm sure has only been there for a year or two. That place is pretty good, though. I'm sure it rips. I'm sure it's badass. But she, like, our buddy at work said he had never been there before. When she mentioned it, she's like, How can you call yourself a real Clevelander if you haven't been to blah, blah, blah delicatessen? I'm thinking, like, How are you going to call someone? This place has been around for like a year in a made up neighborhood. Oh, I had someone do that to me <laughs> where I was at. A restaurant, won't say the name of it, because my friend does work there, so the entire meal was essentially free. But when I walk in, this person didn't know that, and she goes, I sit down, she's like, oh, has any, everyone been here before? And my two friends are like, oh, yeah. And for some reason, I was just at the right level of being stoned to give the wrong answer and be like, <laughs> no, I haven't been here. But I also want to, like, afterwards follow up with, but I've been to a restaurant, so <laughs> I'm pretty fucking sure I'm going to get it. Like, no matter how different it is, I'll probably, I know the outline of how a restaurant works, so it should be fine. And she goes, oh, are you new to the city? 
after I said no that I hadn't just, been there. Just tell before. me what's where where is this place? And I you go, don't even name drop. Um it's in Tremont. Tremont. Okay. So I'm like said. I'm like, no, I've lived here my whole life. And she goes, Oh, we've been here the last ten years. <laughs> where you been, Papa? And it's like, first <laughs> off, this is an expense a fairly expensive ass restaurant that I don't just like randomly go to just cause. I pretty much went in because my friend had a reservation and two people bailed on it. So he called me and my other degenerate friend to come up there. And we just kind of looked like two trash balls. Like, and she's like, Oh, you've never been here. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I haven't been here. Have you been to every restaurant in the city? <laughs> it's like, dude, probably <laughs> I've, li- I've, li- I've been the person that looks up like best new restaurants in the city. This motherfucker's never on there. Just be like, you know, it, it slipped past my radar. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have said, I only go to the good ones. How was the meal? It was good. It was completely fine. I mean, it's, I'm not a, I like something more to a restaurant or some food. I like, I've said it before. I like something, a little ethnicity, a little, something with some more identity. Went to Borderline today. Shout out Borderline. Yeah. Good. Dude, just the best little Tex-Mex type of breakfast that's the joint one you, that's can, over you can handle. That's Detroit, right? It's right by my place. It's yeah. right by your place. Next right. to West End Tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're always mad crowded. Uh, they can be. They weren't today, but they're Cash only open. Only, like, right? uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. But Wednesday through uh, Wednesday through Sunday, they're open from like 7 to noon. They close it. You know, like I got, so I woke up at like quarter to 11. And you were like, dude, I better get up. I, well, I woke up starving. I'm like, I need to eat something. Coffee, read a little bit of, uh, since this is Comics Corner, I did crack open that uh, John uh, Constantine Hellblazer. Oh, yeah. The Joyride. So do you know a lot about that book? Um, as far as, I, I really like, I mean, I only read like the first half of it, but I was digging it. I don't know a ton about it. Because it just, seems like a series. Yeah, I think it comes from like a Hellblazer series that, I don't know if it's the original run or if it's, Kind of one of the second or third ones. I like Constant. I like that Constantine has like short runs. I feel like he yeah. doesn't have a ton of super long runs because then you can kind of just have him pop back up what, somewhere. Did, what was his book called though? Like, in, like wasn't it big like in the eighties? Uh, Hellblazer. That was Hellblazer. Yeah. Okay. So because then it switched over to Constantine, mm-hmm. but they I've loved that like that Justice League Dark as what they call it now, but all the Etrigan, the demons, and Dead Man and Specter and all that shit, because even Swamp Thing falls in there. Like, yeah, totally. all those characters. Yeah, that's I've, I've been on a big kick. Like it's that just lately. this, it's this weird outer like rim of that DC universe that now they're trying to make cool because now that everyone's like goth and like you know, <laughs> fucking it's cool to be yeah, sad. It's I'm so sad. You wouldn't even get it, even though we're all sad. Yeah, it's called Swamp Thing. Have you heard of yeah, it? Yeah, it's called Swamp Thing. He's literally a living swamp, which is what I feel like inside my soul. But uh, it also, you know, calls back to just like cool, more sci-fi horror story comics. Yeah, which I always wanted to get into, but it's like it's hard to get your hands on that stuff, you know. And but. a lot of those older ones read older. Yeah, the, these ones do at least like this subsect of the DC universe, the old like Vertigo kind of shit. Yeah. It just, you're able to still be in this DC universe that is kind of what you grew up and loved, but it's just a darker part of it that everything doesn't have to be, oh, the entire world is like coming to an end. It's like, you know, apocalypse is attacking and we're in outer space. Yeah. It's just this different set of like rules where things are, darker and people do die and they do address that more on front street or a motherfucker's just getting ran over by a car and shit like yeah it because animal man animal man that too and it's like yeah you get a chance to see all that stuff and be like oh this is way cooler than uh, even a green goblin yeah yeah like, like any kind of like superhero more straightforward superhero story it's like if i had to wear a costume constantine's it's a regular shirt and tie with a jacket. Yeah. I don't want to wear spandex. They talked about, the one girl mentioned, she's like, oh, I met you years ago, and you used to wear those white gloves, and he's like, she's like, he's like it was the 80s, mate, you know? Yeah. Me, <laughs> fat, what he, he said something like, like, fashion's a bitch, like, you know, yeah, it may he, seem cool at the time. But. They have a good, that all those comics have a good view on themselves, too, where they're almost in that third party, like, 
Yeah, I know that this was dumb when this happened. You mentioned uh, Dead Man earlier. I, I wanted to talk about when we were talking about Kingdom Come last episode, uh, that Dead Man makes an appearance. I love the way he drew him. Uh, it was basically just like a skeleton. You look yep. more like Ghost Rider. Yep. I remember what you're talking but about. But it was just cool seeing him like 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 that, you know? Yeah, that it's not just a traditional Boston brand, like white face yep. <laughs> type dude. I think Dead Man is a very slept on character. Yeah, he's cool, man. I think his power set and his personality work very well. And he's even a really great, just fucking little side character guy who's just, he's in the Swamp Thing. He's in yeah. uh, Constantine or Hellblazer. He's in all that stuff. And he's always just kind of a guy who's like, yeah, I'm just like a spirit. You guys fuck around with spirits a bunch. So guess what? I'm kind of just yeah, here. Yeah, he all likes the time. jumping between worlds. Like, yeah. Yeah, because he makes. Um, Fuck, what comic is it? It might be a comic or a cartoon, but he actually possesses Batman and shoots someone. Deadman does? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is cool. Check that out. I mean, and Batman comes out of it and acts all pissed off, but really, he's not. But yeah, so it's funny when the name change came down about the Indians... I think it was uh, like the Thursday Guardians. or Friday. The Guardians. My apologies. Please. You were like, Please. yo, we need to do an episode because I got some things to say. Well, and not in the sense that like, you know, pe- people are just irked. And I think that's hilarious. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's one is people who, for some reason, are holding on to this dumbass, inaccurate name that literally looks like a 1920s caricature drawing that you got done at Cedar Point. <laughs> When, like, people still said, like, engine, like, it's obviously, it's insane. Washington, like, the Washington Redskins got rid of their name, and their owner was literally at one point was like, you can change it over my dead body. <laughs> so they don't even have a name. At least we have a name. I feel like they, yeah. are they stole the Washington football team. Yeah. which I is, feel like it's like a big fuck you. I like we're like not it, changing. The, we're not even going to tr- attempt to find a new name. I almost feel like though, in all honesty, it's like the name of the team means nothing. No. You know what? It's not like in Detroit, it's a huge uh, big cat population with tigers and lions there. It's just people find random things and they're like, oh, let's do this. Someone brought up a great point. Would have been a good chance for Cleveland to try and like unify anything and have like similar color schemes. Yes. A la Pittsburgh style. Yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, maybe have like a team with a good name for once in the city. <laughs> but no, we we chose to stay on brand and pick something that we were just like well, this seems like a poll that we did in a newspaper that no one put any thought behind. So, and it's like, uh, people would be mad either way, obviously. Uh, uh, but, yeah. But there were a ton of good suggestions. Like, I liked the Munis. I liked the Spiders because that was our original oh, the name. the original name. And that I've was seen... too, Sean, that was too scary for children. Dude, there, I mean, I've seen some really cool hats where it's like the Cleveland Sea like, with a spider. Like, yeah. like, I see merch out there like that. I'm like, dude, it's, that's sweet. I would much rather be the Spiders. I would be, rather be any animal. GV Art mentioned like, the, like we did like a Guardians like shirt. It was like the, the traffic guardian dude like with like the with like an Indians uniform, and I couldn't tell like from the post. It almost like he thinks that like they got the idea from them and were just like yeah let's fucking do that. I mean I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of the references. But Cleveland people in Cleveland have. L- literally just been out front of those guardians jerking off to them <laughs> for like the past five years for some, it's like, it's as if the bridge was just built five years ago and everyone was like, Oh, oh my God, there's, did you see the architectural bridge? Did you see? It's like a guy and he's got a car and he's holding <laughs> it. And, and do you ever drive across the bridge? Well, no, I've never really had to drive across the bridge. It's actually not the most convenient bridge for me to drive across, <laughs> but I just take 90, I don't know. But it, it's all like, we could have picked anything else. Yeah. I just don't get why it has to be this Guardians thing. And now it's got, you know, people like tourists are going to like want to take pictures oh in front God. of Oh my God, it's shit, another yeah. dog shit thing that we have, that we're trying to convince people is a fucking like tourist attraction. I always dug it, keeping on, on par with the comic book stuff. It reminded me, when I, as a kid, it always reminded me of... Uh, in in Batman, like the Joel Schumacher ones, like yes. they had like very large like 
Atlas type Manel structures like that were like part of their architecture. Mm-hmm. And Which, I remember seeing that bridge. Like, I was getting like, oh, that reminds me of Gotham City. Like, that's cool. That's what I I always felt that same way. Which <laughs> also makes me feel like, though, that this style of architecture is not particularly unique not to cool. larger cities. Therefore, we're just like the city that's like, would well, you see what we have? And every other big city is like, we have like 10 of those guys, dude. No one cares. Mm-hmm. And also, Guardians just makes me think of like, if you were orphaned and someone took you in <laughs> out of guilt and they're like, listen, I'm not your parent. I'm your legal guardian. Yeah, don't, don't even think about calling me dad. Yeah. Like on Father's Day, I don't want anything. <laughs> Take me out uh, for Guardian's Day where we, we each pay for our own meal separately. It'll be interesting. I know a lot of people were bashing the C, too. Like the new, like what, there's nothing wrong with the block C. Like it, it's cool. It, it became the new Chief Wahoo, and that yeah. was starting to become uh, un, unfashionable. Uh, and because the letter C is and also that my racist. my buddy keeps saying like it looks like something you would draw like in your middle school notebook. That's what everyone keeps saying about. Yeah. It's like the way it's like scrunched in, like on the sides. And it has. It does have that early. I'm learning to do graffiti during history <laughs> class. Type of vibe to it. Check out my these throwies, man. But then See. the I think that the G with the baseball looks super. Uh, I'm doing create a team in EA Sports. It does, yeah. And you're this like, this is a, this is one of the like stock. Yeah, this logos. is a stock image that they gave you. <laughs> and I'm sure to a degree that everything looks that way, but it's like, all right, at least like two new teams are the Golden Knights and the Kraken. So both NHL teams, What's the, the crack? Se- Seattle Kraken. Oh, the Seattle their, Seattle has a hockey team. They're getting a hockey oh, team. Oh no shit! It's actually inaugural season coming up here. That'll be fun. But at least those are like, I, they're not directly tied to the city. It everything Cleveland is always just lack like trying to grasp at things to like identify as, and you're like. Stop choosing these stupid arbitrary things and just create regular culture versus like, well, what about this bridge or what about this? It's like it doesn't have to be a fucking tangible culture is not like a tangible thing. It's not like, well, if we have the bridge, we have society. (laughs) It's like, no, you just like. Get, bring back that dumbass Polish restaurant you all love. That was a fucking better representation of culture in the city than this fucking goddamn guy holding a fucking car. It's like the Cleveland pierogies. Can you imagine? Yeah, the the Cleveland stroganoff. I would, yeah, I would rather be any of those things than like. I just, again, it just seems like shitty stuff that got built, and for some reason, everyone's like, oh yeah, I guess we'll like use this because this seems to be what like culture is or what like something to identify I, as. Yeah, it's like someone at Destination Cleveland or whatever. Mm. Like, I saw a guy with that Guardians tattoo one time at an Indians game. Yeah. Actually, I saw about 12 of them that day. Maybe we should just name the team after that. <laughs> In 100%. That is such a great point that it's just because all the people at Indians games already have Guardian tattoos. Yeah. That they just That's have, perfect. They just have to write baseball underneath it now. Oh my god! I wonder if they do like a melt type promotion, like ten percent off oh. your ticket if you have the guardian tattoo. How do how do you think people who have melt tattoos who aren't just like completely covered in tattoos feel? <laughs> like if you have if your body is not just like one giant like flash sheet at this point, to have just a melt tattoo has yeah. to be. Yeah, it's my only one. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know people who have like the ankle tat, and it's just like they're like, oh my gosh, I loved it, and it's like, did you love it? Did you think you were going to eat at this restaurant forever? Yeah. Like, what con- kind of concept is that? It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I, I actually mean, just ate milk the other day. The clientele there sucks, man. It used to be like, you know, like a hip spot. I don't want to dump on a place just for the people that go there. But well, it's like, it used to be a hip spot. You know, like you'd go and you'd see like-minded individuals and like the young people. Now it's just like fat fucking families just like crushing Diet Cokes. Yeah, like, it's... I mean, it's basically. I mean, kids become, like it's grilled cheese. I get it. You know, it's but. become an Applebee's though, where yes, it's, yes, everything is just all super the same. They in one year, I think they opened uh, seventy four restaurants <laughs> within like a twenty two mile radius. Yeah. So they're running all seventy two, 
all of a sudden now the food isn't getting made at the restaurants. They're getting made a fucking commissary and then getting shipped out to restaurants, which with that being said, I had a chef explain that to me and he goes, which doesn't make any sense because then you would think the food would be better if it was more controlled that way. And I was like, no, it wouldn't. Well, if, uh, I don't know what it's referring to, but I know that, like, you know, they prep offsite. I know that. My buddy's like, oh, yeah, I used to do prep for melt. I, it was like a third shift thing. I'd be making coleslaw for six fucking hours yeah. in, like, a warehouse. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like they do the fries. They do. I'm sure they prep all that shit in a third party thing. Yeah. And then it just gets all truck dropped no, that's off. That's a third party, like meltdowns not third or whatever. Party, but, but yeah. It's at somewhere else. Off-site. So it's not like, it's just not as fresh. It's still just been sit. There's more chance. For something to sit longer. Well, uh, speaking of cheese cheese uh, sandwiches and such, I had a buddy telling me about I go, uh, he's like, oh, I had this job at a factory once. I go, what was the factory? He goes, oh, it was like a cheese sandwich factory. I go. A cheese sandwich? What the fuck was are you talking about? Was it like during about? World War One? I, he was so at first I'm like I'm thinking like Freddie got fingered. I'm like, you work at the cheese sandwich place? Like what mm-hmm. he's like, no, dude, it was like a factory and it was like an assembly line. Where we made cheese sandwiches. He's like, you know those like vending machines? You can buy a sandwich out of there for like a dollar fifty. He's like, that's oh, what I was working at. And he's like, dude, it was awful. It was like literally just like bread coming out of conveyor belt. You gotta put the cheese on. It's mindless. But it, it, I'm just thinking of like Henry Ford, this like pioneer of innovation, comes up with the concept of the assembly line. You know, to, and this to, is what we use. This it is what for. we're using it for now to make cheese sandwiches. Uh that seeing one of those cheese seeing any of those sandwiches out of vending <laughs> machines. Makes me so just sad. want, yeah. Like anyone buying one of those, I'm like, dude, you have a guardian, not a parent. I bet. <laughs> like you just live a sad existence. I'm gonna call your guardian because this is sad. And it, like, the ones like the vending machines, like they like rotate. Like, oh, the sandwiches yeah. like rotate through, like. And it's always just like like the, a jukebox. It's always sandwich stop. You're just like, dude, who? Why did you choose a, the war? You're like. Egg salad, tuna salad, <laughs> and ham. In a box. Yeah, it's just like so gross. It's all the things that you're like, man. Well, if I could find the stinkiest food to prepackage, <laughs> that w- I'm sure when it opens, you're just like, oh yes, that is egg salad. I always hear these like horror stories of people being on planes and like people bringing their own food, and it's always just like the smelliest. Like that's gonna be me. Like my first time on an airplane, it'll be like someone just bring the grossest fucking food. And I'm sitting oh. right next to them. It'll, it'll, like, it'll be my it'll probably be the most cliche like nightmare flight. They'll be like crying babies and smelly food. My the last time no I was booze. on a plane, it was no booze on my plane. Last time I went, where'd you go? To Minneapolis. Oh, that's right. And the people next to me, they were going to like Salt Lake or something. So they had to take this was like a connecting flight, dude. They brought so they brought pizza. <laughs> It's like cold pizza, which like whatever. That's I'm, like, fine. Yeah, like a cold pizza isn't like a. There's no smell to it. It's not like a wild. thing. It's basically a cheese sandwich. At that yeah, <laughs> and um, I'm sitting there, but this motherfucker, she like wraps every single individual piece in like tin foil. <laughs> so, and of course, as soon as I walk on this plane, I lose my headphone, so I don't have headphones the whole. You time. lost my. I had an earbud. A earbud. It literally fell out. And I was just like, oh, because my other earbud was broken. So I was only using one. Okay. That's what, And I was like, as soon as I got on the plane, I just falls right out of my ear. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not looking for this, dude. There's no chance of me. Like, we're boarding this plane. And I'm going to be like, well, hold up, everyone. Let's all take a look under our seats. People are doing crazy shit like that, though. Apparently, like, flights are just getting out of control. Oh yeah, they stop serving alcohol like a lot of because, planes. Like it's like it was, and they keep making the comparisons. Like oh, people stopped flying for a year or whatever, and they forgot how to act. Like they they have to like escort more people off planes and stop flights more than like ever. Yeah, and it's I mean, it's been happening the past like six seven months. Well, that's because Americans are just the most combative people ever. Well, it started but with like the whole mask thing. Yeah, but now it's just like people are just acting up like for no reason. Oh, I just watched a video of some lady, this woman had her child just kept kicking the back of these seats and the lady behind was like, can you tell your child to stop kicking the back of my seats? And this woman felt as if a child kicking the back of her seats was something involuntary, something a child could never control. Yeah. And to convey this message that this is something the child can't control. She asked the woman if she could stop being black. <laughs> what? And, and so 
who, so the who woman, lost their cool here at this point? Well, everyone on the plane is basically like, what the fuck did you just say? Because at that point, if someone says some dumb shit like that, then everyone's like, oh, well, that was the dumbest comment to ever. Like she's trying to come up with some sick burn. Yeah. Like, is it? And one, you can't stop a child from kicking the back of a chair. That's hey, not. Hey, sweetie, like, can you can you stop? It's not like this child has like the worst case of restless leg syndrome of all time. <laughs> and it's like, dude, yeah, obviously just like tell your child that I wouldn't let my child kick the back of a seat purely out of principle. Like, purely out of embarrassment for myself. And even the daughter's like, Mom, you shouldn't have said that. Was this, like, pre-flight, mid-flight? It's during the flight. Oh, my God. Yeah, now you have to sit on this plane with all these strangers Mm -hmm. after you just made a fucking racial slur out of nowhere. It's just, like, it's such a crazy statement, too. Yeah. They're just like, why in the world would you have thought that would have been the right thing to say. It's like when uh, Costanza, like, I called the jerk store. They're running out of you. Like, yeah, they, they, like, oh yeah, I got I got a good one for that. I, I hope she says something <laughs> about my kid. I got I got a, a real zinger lined mm-hmm. up. <laughs> she was waiting there to get boarded and was like thinking about a couple good zingers because she knows her kid's kind of an asshole. <laughs> She's like prepared for yep. it. She's like, don't worry. Honey, if you start acting up, I'll totally turn the whole thing on its head. We'll make it racial. They'll never know what to I'll do. Turn then. this plane around. I mean, but yeah, planes are the most insane place now. Yeah, I'm flying to Jamaica next year. Not looking forward to it. We were talking about chartering a flight, like getting like 20 people from the wedding party. Fucking get a. We'll get. We'll have homie Jack fly us down there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> See if Jack will take you down. Uh, no, it's. I'm still doing a. This is. Teaching moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a good teaching moment. Yeah, you got to fly international sometimes. We'll fly into like Miami, get fucked up, and then fly to Jamaica. Stand at sandals? No, not, I think it's like a sandals. It's like a resort, you, which I'm not looking forward to. But I, I mean, for a seems, lot of Jamaica, I think it's like... Probably better off. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, so my buddy, uh, Jewel, shout out uh, Jewel Big Green. He has family in Jamaica, and he went there for his honeymoon, and like they got this nice little like hut. Okay. Like that was, I mean, it was like, it looked nice. Like yeah. I would like staying in something like that. Like the resort thing. I hate to like make this compare or say this, but it's like, it just seems kind of elitist. I don't really yeah. want people waiting on me hand and foot. Like, I don't even like going to restaurants on my day off lately. Like, unless I like know the bartender. And uh, yeah, it's something where you're like, Hey, you don't have to like help me with this, man. I'm yeah. going to bust my, how about you let me bust the table? My brother, <laughs> my brother's been down there a couple of times and I think it was like the first time he like, cause you know, it's free drinks. Yeah. Like, he would just like give his free drinks to like the, the wait staff. Yeah. So the word got around like, Hey, this guy's just giving us drinks. He's like, dude, it was like, it's like when you feed cats and they keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. dude. It's like, and especially just if you're like a regular person, the, all those guys have to have, they're like, Oh, we got a normal guy here. I think he's going to be feeding us drinks. The yeah, whole like time. He, exactly. My brother was like the only like normal person who's like more or less in the service industry. You know, yeah, like. that's not just like <laughs> or just has like a grasp of like how that works and to be like, yeah, this sucks. Like, I get it. I'm not insane. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not the type of person that's like, well, good. This. I bet you love this job, don't you? <laughs> right. I bet you're happy to get out of those that slums you live in. I think they're just very good at pretending they like the job. Yeah, I mean, it's also just like them smiling and just being like, thanks. Yeah. And you're probably, it's probably not as crazy as like a regular bar if that Well, that's the thing too. Like these people aren't regulars. Like they're not like, they can probably get away with being so much shitty to these people. Like, oh yeah, I'll never see this person again. You're never going to see the person again. A lot of people are probably just getting the same dumb at, they highlight certain drinks at tables and everything like they know how to make those sales of like you're not getting someone coming in and asking for this dumbass made-up drink that they saw on tiktok one time they're down there and they're like let me get some daiquiris let me get some mojitos like and it's also all service to tables so you don't have people at a bar as much necessarily just Fucking yeah. you up. Yeah, unless you're like outside or whatever, but I don't know. It'll be fun, you know. Damn, that'll be exciting, dude. You're welcome to come. Everyone's invited. Everyone can come. My brother's just, I mean, he basically was like, I mean, if you can get down there, come through. Yeah. Like, you know, not every, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to make it, unfortunately, you know. To, but uh, yeah, to Jamaica. Yeah. You know, I get it. Like, 
up until recently, I wasn't very financially stable enough to take a trip down there, but you know, now I am. So now I'm a little less stressed out. Yeah, about now it. you're like, I'm going. I do have to plan a bachelor party though. Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> That's always my suggestion, dude. Oh yeah, we'll have a blast. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's sick. We'll re- we'll do like a reenactment. A little butter churning, dude. Oh my goodness. Uh, Just the most boring. Or like what in Parks and Rec? We'll go to Muncie. Yeah. Let's go to Muncie. What uh? What's like a good? What do you think's a good place that you would want to go to bachelor party style? Because like pe- there's people for like my own bachelor party. For your own. Okay. Well. Because there's like everyone always has you know Vegas. I'm a big gambler. Me neither, I but I want to go to Vegas. It just seems like my kind of town, man. You think you'd be a big? Oh my god, I want to go to Vegas so bad. And I, yeah, I'm not a gambler either. I lose like all the time. I don't even. Yeah, but I want to just party down there. I want to see a show. See that that I could do. Like that'd be fun. I'd go check out Penn and Teller, like Cirque du Soleil. I'm like d- I would love that shit. I'm on. I'm still on my fucking Disneyland shit, dude. Disneyland. I want to go. That's the, the Cali Cali one where they got that Star Wars shit. They got the. Well, it's fuck. been there for like a hundred years. So like that's pretty cool too. Well, that's, like Disney World is relatively new, all things I, considered. Yeah, exactly. And also, I feel like, um, well, yeah, it's the OG. It's got the Marvel thing, and it's got the Star Wars Galaxy thing. Plus, is that open? Yeah, both of them are open. Oh wow, that's at Disneyland, huh? Yeah, because oh, they that. can't do them. Well, they can't do Marvel at Disney World yet because Universal still owns the ride rights. And it's within a certain distance yeah. of Disney World. I heard about that. But um, the thing I thought was cool that I never thought about is I'll fuck with a good old trip to Cedar Point, dude. I like some roller coasters. I love Cedar Point. It's like mobbed this year, though. Like every day is like crazy busy. Oh, I believe it. Um, I don't know if I can do coasters anymore, man. I got all these like knee and hip it, and fucking elbow problems. I, I feel like I'd get off one ride. It? Oh, and I'd be hit. And then you're walking around all day. See, that's what. At, I'm such a roller coaster person. When I go to those places, that's all I think about. If I went to Disneyland, I can do whatever. Yeah, that's true. I'm not. F- There's nothing I need to do at Disney that I'm like, we got to get there before the line takes too long. Well, Universal would be tight. My buddy went, and they have like a Simpsons world. The, I do want to see the Simpsons and world. And he's like, dude, grabbing a, a beer at Moe's Tavern, like that sounds awesome. I, I would say, love to do that. See, if I was. Well, all right. So back to you. Where. What are you thinking? You go so honestly, Vegas? What I, my my if, if we're talking me, what I want to do for you, I'd, it'd be a, probably be a music festival, but I'd go full VIP, probably rent a camper because that's my yeah. thing too. I'm getting older now. I don't know about sleeping <laughs> on the ground much longer as far as uh, I'm right there for three with days. You, yeah, like I, if I because my buddies do it every year when they go to summer camp, they uh, they rent an RV. Yeah, and that's what I want to do. Is get the RV parking, get the VIP. I got a bed to sleep in every night. Like that sounds like a good time. And how far? Is RV parking from like venue for a lot of Oh, it's of not bad. It's you're no, no, no. not like all the way across the fucking. I mean, either way, you're walking. But I mean, yeah. dude, I, I I went to a festival one time. Like it was a good like over a mile to get to the stage. <laughs> like because we because we showed up a day late, so we had to park in the back, which was fine because we were actually right by the exit. Which we, we at rolled, the end of the day we rolled is right almost up. a better thing. Yeah, Sunday afternoon we just drove right off. But uh, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I've had it's a lot of walking, man, and it's hot. What's the long? What's the longest wait to get out of a lot? Oh, um, well, they can get up there. I mean, getting into... So the first festival I ever went to was Camp Bisco. Okay. And the Disco Biscuits, who are a jam band, put it on every year. But they they do a good mix of uh, live rock bands and like DJs and electronic music yeah. and stuff. So this particular year, this was 2011. Dubstep is exploding. I'm it, talking yeah. like, like you, like we can feel it in the night. Dude, everyone's We're touching on our bond. Oh, dude, it's all like, I mean, every single person. The big, the big mixtape at the time was Circus One. Okay. And that was like Dr. P, Sweet Shop. All the Sweet Shop was in everyone's set. Anyways, they've been doing Camp Bisco. This was the tenth year they did it. So between that being the tenth anniversary and just dubstep like exploding, their uh, attendance shot up like crazy. So like they usually only do about ten thousand people. There was 40,000 people there. Oh, so fuck. it quadrupled. Like, and it was nuts. Huge line to get in. I saw some dumbass kid like ready to party. Rage was walking down to the roof of his car. Steps right on the windshield. Spider crack. And he's like, man, my mom's going to fucking kill me, man. It's like, yeah, dumbass. Stop. <laughs> was it worth it to look that cool walking on the windshield? Yeah. And then like, we <laughs> now he's got to drive home with that. He's yeah. on the way in. It was a good five, six hours to get in. And then, like, another couple hours to get out. But, yeah, I've waited in lot, long lots to get out. But so usually, like, the ones that have been around for longer, like Bonnaroo and shit, they got it pretty well organized. They got a good system for it. Bonnaroo's scary as fuck. When you're pulling in, they literally, like, stop, like, every tenth car and just randomly search it for drugs and all, all that bullshit. Like, 
It sucks. My buddy was that like tenth car, and that I mean, because I'm sure every tenth car too is Dude. a pop. And like, and it's almost like they almost search the smaller cars more because it's less shit. They, they only they can just move a couple things and find something, yeah. you know. But a car that big, like when we went to Cambisco, we were just loaded up with shit. They didn't really do an inspect. They're supposed to check your vehicle for stuff. Yeah. But they'll just kind of open up the trunk, look around. All right, go ahead, because we had a ton of stuff in the car. They're not gonna make us take all this shit out and, and look through everything. Some people thing. would. The, 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 it was scary. This Cambisco man. There was like bikers that were in the joint. They're not like Hell's Angels, but they were Hell's Angels type dudes. Yeah. And that was security for the event. And you did not want these guys searching your car because they're gonna take all your drugs. They're oh, and they're keeping all that and they're, shit. They're too. keeping it. They can, you know, they're, they're intimidating. It's a lawless bunch. <laughs> yeah. It was kind. Of, it was cool though. It felt kind of like you know, roughneck like. Yeah, I mean that straight Alamont style. Dude. It was like Altamont, dude. That's what it felt like, man. Big time. Um, so that's you would, what I would do. You would do an event. I would do or like an event uh, fest. I would probably do like a music festival, somewhere nice weather, or even better yet, like when I went to hang out, we got like a condo and we were on the beach. So that would be pretty cool. Th- that would be, I would even be like a condo thing where, because then you can have more people. Like you, you know, so many people on an RV. You can have more people, and also if there's a day where half group is like, you know what, maybe we're gonna hit some other stuff. Yeah, you don't have to be tied into because if you're going then it's like if everyone's not into like fast stuff they're yeah. like oh this is it can be a lot yeah like i'm just gonna hit up this seafood restaurant yeah i just want to go like <laughs> chill for a minute um well, what would you do? I mean so like my brother we kicked around vegas but it's like we're already going to jamaica for the wedding we don't want to make people travel twice yeah so i think we're gonna get somewhere we're gonna stay somewhere in cleveland get it maybe get a, like a penthouse suite somewhere downtown Dude. and just rage cleveland because you know stick with what we're familiar with I don't. That even sounds like fun to just yeah. have like two, go to a, go to a Guardians game even, and just see what just happens. Like, yeah, like having like two like a weekend of just like being in Cleveland, but like being touristy in Cleveland. Yeah, would be like really fun to me. Um, I would, dude. I like that idea of hitting like getting you know getting all liquored up, having fucking a place either like. At Disneyland yeah. or wherever, and then just hitting Universal, hitting Disney, dude. Just fucking getting blasted there. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other... Do you remember that like was at Big Brother Magazine? They went to Disneyland with Slayer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, doing just doing something like fun where you're just like, yeah, we're just like hanging out. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else would be... I do like a good, like, in the mountains, like... Uh, one of those nice ski chalets. Yeah, but just having it like fully stocked is the other thing. Right, is this nice full stock cabin where it's just pool table, hot tub, where you're just enjoying it inside. Yeah, like my buddy did that for. Um, I missed it. I was so pissed. My arm was broken and I was in no shape to go. But they got a, a cabin in Hawking Hills, and yeah. they had a hot tub. They had a basketball court. Like they had all this shit. Dude, that's what I'm yeah. saying. And you can find those too for like mad cheap. Well, when and there's ten people going, you know, it's it's really not. Yeah. Especially if you're going to those more obscure spots. Like even if you're if you're in New York City, even ten people, you're still like fuck. We're still kind of paying. <laughs> and like even places in like Vegas and like L. A. It can be like that. But it's like yeah, if you're in like Hawking Hills. Imagine even the nicest place. They're like 10 people. You're still paying, you know, under a fucking $100 a night. Yeah. It's not like you're paying out the ass. Well, tell us what you think, guys. You know, ultimate bachelor party location. Message where us. Would you, where would you go? What would be the funniest one? That's the real question. <laughs> like, would you go to a San Diego Comic-Con? Uh, you know, I always want, you know, oh, you know what? This is what I've always wanted to do. I always wanted to go see the X Games live in LA. I would love to do that. That'd so, be a weird, cool one. Yeah, like, I mean, all these events, all extreme sports events. I mean, dude, and people, people break records and make history every year. This year, some fucking 12-year-old did, like, a 1080 in the in Oh, the I, did you bite. see uh, and the they, I'm watching the Olympics. Olympics? Yeah, I watched uh, the men's skateboarding live, actually. Dude, and two, two 13-year-old girls. Yeah. Bronze or silver and gold? Yeah, the one girl's from uh, Brazil. Japan and the other one's from Brazil? Yeah, yeah, she's, she's very good. But uh, I'm surprised Sky Brown wasn't in it. Or she doesn't do street. But she's very. She's thirteen. She won X Games gold. She's amazing. Um, I would love to do something like that, man. Go to see the X Games. Like, there was a, that'd be fun. There was a great comment of um, someone saying that the USA skateboard team can't even win gold. We're really we're really in a cultural decline. And someone said uh, that's what happens when you 
send the skaters that can pass drug tests. Right. <laughs> and I was like, that's very fair. I totally forgot that that would Some happen. skaters not down with the whole Olympic thing. And I, I could see it. I think it's just kind of curmudgeon. Like, I mean, dude, this sport, because it is a sport, it's come yeah. a long way since the fucking 60s. People just riding up and down driveways. I mean, look at it. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's legitimized it. Skateboarding's been legitimate for a while, but it's just, it's cool, man. Like, people have been fighting for this. Like, you know, and I think it's people a big have been deal. fighting for it. It's a big deal. But I get where. Some people just don't want to be a part of that. And, and that's it's like, fine. And that's fine. There are people who are more outspoken, who are the curmudgeon like, get off my lawn guys. But there's also just, like, heavy, like, street dudes that skate and are good as fuck and are just like, oh, yeah, I just, like, I'm not going to do the Olympics because I wasn't going to do, like, the X Games or anything. Like, there are guys that are really good that are just like, oh, yeah, I just, like, don't really care that about it that much. But it's like... It's also lending way that because that person's not on the team doesn't mean that, like, the team sucks. Like, LeBron James doesn't play for the fucking USA men's basketball team, and they're not going to win gold because they fucking suck balls now. The whole argument they make with the skateboarding thing for competitions, like, skateboarding's not about, you know, doing a perfect run and getting a good score, you know. And and I get it. Like, that's a reasonable argument. Like, if you want to, you know, try the same line over and over again to stop it and get that video part, that's awesome. And I love even when when guys will show you their bails, you know, like, hey, listen, I didn't nail this thing the first try. It's I love that. I respect that. But this is just a different form. It's the same way as like as a musician, like people do music contests and they're expected to play something flawlessly. That's not what I do. But I have like mad respect for that. So the fact that people can't just appreciate skateboarders can't appreciate it being in the Olympics is just very strange. To me. I almost feel like they're it's one of the rare sports that has enjoyment on both sides where there's a huge enjoyment at a competition level because even like street league and shit I think it can be ultra redundant yes but it is a big thing it do, it's on ESPN it's on like you know major channels yeah. and shit so obviously that's like become a pretty heavy thing X game like Skateboard competitions aren't new. That's the other thing. That's they've been around forever. And it's like Exactly. There's an enjoyment to skateboarding contests. There's also a huge enjoyment to just skating for yourself and learning for yourself or doing video parts and stuff like that. It's just such that hipster mentality is like, oh well once it's in the mainstream, it's over. Yeah. Punk rock's over. But too many people are into it. It's like, been that way for I mean I remember when, even when Tony Hawk first came out, Tony Hawk was stupid because he fucking just skated vert. Have you seen all this mayhem? Have you seen that documentary? Those guys from New Zealand were way better than Tony Hawk. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Those guys were drug addicts. Like, dude, like, they failed. I'm sorry. They tried and they failed. They were really good and they failed. Yeah. People fail all the time. And it's like, I think everyone, it's just very easy to sound like you're in a counterculture to go against the absolute biggest thing to hate in sync when you're uh you know 10 years old or whatever because now you're getting into like fucking the ramones or some dumbass shit or even like you're like dude bashy boys are dumb i listen to led zeppelin and it's like Honestly, both are pretty fucking dumb. Both boy bands. <laughs> both, both boy bands are pretty dumb. Yeah. But it's like, as you get older too. One you, has guitars and one doesn't. <laughs> as you get older, you also just realize you're like, oh, these really aren't that vastly different. It's just the like view that they're put under or the scope mm-hmm. they're put under from a nostalgia sense, from a new perspective. It's like, oh, this new thing, everyone likes it. Right. We don't like it because we're skateboarding's inherently we don't like stuff because people don't like us and we're like trouble. And it's like, listen, like, and so this, I don't know if you've ever seen this documentary called All This Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's fantastic. And it's like, was Tony Hawk's wife working for ESPN? Yes. Did they maybe give him a little bit of favoritism? Probably. But you know, he he still was, it's not like he was a, it, a fucking schlub. Yeah, well, he wasn't like, a fucking nobody beforehand. And let me make this very clear. Like the two, I can't remember the two brothers' names. They were crazy talented. And I don't care that they did drugs. But if people can be drug addicts and have very successful but careers. They but they guess were, what? They didn't. Yeah. it's It just didn't work out for them. It's also like, you're, it's insane because in that perspective, people hating on Tony Hawk, especially back then and shit, it's like, this is the most marketable fucking human being in 
in skateboarding. Yeah. He's hands. There's not another fucking person who is like a fairly clean cut, you know, fairly straight edge who can fucking rip. Not to mention he's pushing 50, and he yeah, still like, skates every day. Oh, now I think to- <laughs> Tony insane. Hawk no longer... You have to be, like, a huge, like, fucking loser to, at this point to be like, he's stupid. It's like, people <laughs> just go, yeah, he's sick, man. Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan. It's like, I don't need to... I'm looking at him for what he's done. I don't need him to be the best guy or the biggest role model. Yep. And it's like, yeah, Tony Hawk actually happens to be those separating two. the art from the artist. It's a big, it's, and, a, it's a big debate, yeah. But yeah, with skateboarding, it's like people are always going to hate contests. Totally, it's always going to be something that it's cool to hate on. But at the same time, these contests are what get you guys paid. It's so funny for ninety ninety nine percent of these companies. Yeah, it's you know, you you get more money from Spitfire now because someone on the team chose. To go skate yeah. in the fucking X gotta, Games or the eat. Olympics. Like, so now we have more ad time. And so, like, and it's funny you mentioned the whole, uh, uh, like, NSYNC thing. I'm sure those guys that were ripping on NSYNC back in the day and buying fucking corn records or whatever at the time. Yeah. Instead of NSYNC or Backstreet Not Those same guys are probably like, oh, dude, JT, I love Justin Simberlake. That guy's awesome. Like, yeah. Because he kind of hit. Like, he's super talented. Like, it, people come around is what I'm saying. It, they always. People and always come around, yeah. When you're young, too. And that's really because I don't know what old old heads are saying. We're saying about Tony Hawk when Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out. I know what kids that I knew were talking about because we were watching Jackass and you know sellout stuff, dude. That's sellout stuff. Like you're playing the game, but you're trying to only play with like the fucking like heart, like Jason Ellis. Yeah, he's from Denmark. (laughs) Yeah, I heard he smokes cigarettes. Um. But yeah, it's like, it's just very contradictory and skateboarding, especially any subgenre like that, where it's like skateboarding, rap music, all that shit. It's just like the best thing to do is always to just be like, this is dumb. My, yeah. If it's popular, it's dumb. My point of view lately, when it comes to anything like music, sports, or, you know what? If it makes someone happy, like that's awesome. Like it doesn't make me oh. happy, but if it makes, if it gives life is pretty joyless or can be yeah let's just find something that you're into i don't care if i like it or not if you're if it brings you joy that's all i feel yeah it really doesn't matter to me as long as you don't push it on me yeah i don't really give a shit and the a great example of this religion people coming around (laughs) religion is the ultimate one of like dude you can literally believe in what whatever you fucking want as long as you don't tell me about it (laughs) and like even if you tell me about it I, that's fine. I don't need you to, as soon as it turns into, sounds like you want me to come to an event or start considering anything. I'm out. But another person everyone came around on a little guy named John Mayer. (laughs) Classic. Everyone. Yeah. When, when your body was a wonderland was coming out, I'm pretty sure a lot of the fans now were not like this is the future of the dead. <laughs> this is it. This beautiful boy yeah. from Berkeley is going to be riding that train all night long. Yeah. This guy's coming into the fold. I mean, no one saw that. I, so I went to the Dead 50 show in Chicago. It was the 50th anniversary. And there were rumors like, oh, well, yeah, well, after this is done, Bobby's going to do a tour with some of the guys from the dead with John Mayer. I go, you got to be shit me. Like, no, dude, it's like going to happen like in the fall. Next thing I knew, November, I'm there at Nationwide Arena watching John Mayer and the Grateful Dead. And he killed it. It was was, was fucking crazy, man. It's just such a wild, it's like, it's such a wild consideration that that's what that became. It's, that's so funny you said that, man. I was just singing John Mayer's new song at work yesterday. Now, I feel like John Mayer's bigger than ever. Yeah. Like, I feel like now he was like, perfect. I became like a huge pop star first. And then he was like, now I'll just get like the most loyal fan base that exists. The group of people that just travel show to show to show. Yeah. To see everything. And he's still doing his own stuff. I got to tell. A- I just don't. You know what, though? He has a great VizVim collection, which is like this super high-end Japanese clothing brand. Yeah, yeah. Like he just, he does seem like, I bet in reality, he's probably a really weird odd guy but yeah. he seems really cool he used to have that show on vh1 do you remember it was like kind of like a prank show 
when those were like big, but he was actually like funny. Like it was like he would like do things in like little situations. I'm trying to remember what the. I, well, I'll have to YouTube it because it's definitely up. Do you remember the Snoop Dogg show? Yeah, it was like around that time. Yeah, the, Doggy Fizzle Television. <laughs> dude, I'll never forget. There was a one of my favorite sketches from that whole show. That whole I'm sure it's one season, but they do like a Brady Bunch thing, and Snoop Dogg goes and he's like, "Man, who the who the hell ate on my." cashews again <laughs> and they're all the kids are like oh it wasn't me it wasn't me and he goes jokes on you motherfuckers it was rat poison <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck and I've, I've thought about that's been a real fear of mine for a long time that lives in your head yeah that it, it might be like damn dude don't eat this stuff what if someone gives me rat poison <laughs> That's like a true fear that I have. You never know, man. Like I was watching Hateful Eight. They poisoned the coffee. You never know. Dude, you know, I, did, I couldn't get through Hateful Eight. I won't yeah, lie. It, it, it's, you know, it, I, I watched the extended version. So it like breaks it up into four episodes. That was much more watchable. Okay. Even though it was longer. Somehow it was more watchable. Well, because there's just so much. It's so dense in dialogue. Yes. Um, but it was cool. I like the, the setting and everything. It's, it's not my favorite. It's probably my least favorite Tarantino. You think that's that's your... The least favorite directed? Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. What's he... I thought it was only... I thought Tarantino was on some, like, I'm just going to do ten movies. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hateful Eight was obviously the eighth. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was nine, and apparently he's making one more. He's going to call it a day. That's... Cr- he's only going to direct ten movies. Uh, yeah. So, he says. I mean, we'll write, direct, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so, uh, we'll see. We will see. Uh, does he consider... The episode, the two episodes of CSI that he directed. <laughs> when was that? Back in the day or that recently? That was, oh, I have no idea. Oh, 2005. Gotcha. Well, this was fun. I think I got to wrap it up, though. We're getting out of here? I think we're going to get up out of here, guys. Uh, we're going to post. We're, gonna, we're, we're a little behind on posting. We're having some technical we're issues. We're getting some backlogs for y'all, so that way yeah. we can just, we're going to do a huge content dump. Content dump. I I recently met someone that I think might do video, so maybe we could have them in here and Ooh, do some do a video. About that. Yeah, and um, we'll put it on Patreon. Yeah, and we'll get that five bucks from you. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get. We're your gonna five get your bucks. money, dude. It's coming. The podcast revolution starts with us. So we'll we'll uh, we'll be on social media and like like I said, let us know your top bachelor. Uh, party locations you know it would be fun to go to that'd be cool because i need ideas yeah we gotta we gotta figure out the coolest place you know yeah and even like cleveland spots that maybe are slept on because like i said i'm throwing a bachelor party for my brother i want it to be memorable but he wants to stick around here so Chuck E. cheese Ooh, they do serve beer now hell yeah but i think you have to have kids with you uh, I, I could i could i could make that happen <laughs> we could wrangle up a i got couple. some i got some young cousins we'll, break, we'll come through actually you know what i do have a. Uh, I got a nephew I can take. There you go. Let's do it. Just break. It's like you have to. We should record an episode of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Or that's straight out of the Charles Cheese Den, dude. We'll just like interview random kids. Do you like this place? This place sucks. <laughs> Is your mom single? <laughs> it's your mom. Does mom and dad fight a lot? Yeah. And what, Blink once. If yeah. Yes. What do they fight about? Is it not listening? What can I point out that I'm good at? I, I uh, just want to let you know, if they split up, it's your fault. And I'm not your dad. I'm your guardian. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. As always, go follow us on Instagram at Threads and Dreads Pod. Go subscribe at Patreon.com backslash Threads and Dreads. Swing by 10,007 Lorraine Avenue this weekend, July 30th for Buds 2 Still Buds Art Show. And Sean, you're the best. Fans, Zach, you're the also best. (laughs) Appreciate y'all. Love you. Peace.